<laughs> One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Oh, yeah, six. Well, it's fine. We got it. Jesus. No, you don't. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Free to a Good Home, the internet's only funny podcast. My name is Michael Hing, and joining me... Uh, three really silly sausages. Oh. I'll say it right now. <laughs> oh, we've got a bunch of bloody chooks in this Zoom call. There's yeah. no doubt about uh, it. Oh. First, off the top, we're getting co-host of this show, uh-huh. man who is um, sending himself insane in lockdown and wrote a wonderful essay about it, Ben Jenkins. Hello. Hello, Mikey. <laughs> Mikey, all right, man, good. That's you. really, that's really you, messed up. Do you get Mikey ever? Uh, uh, not that I can remember. Ever. I remember, um, I, Michael, I remember one New Year's Day and we'd all had a lovely big party the day bef- the night before. And I remember sitting at a cafe in Bowral with you and some other friends mm. and saying, I think this year, and I was very tired, <laughs> uh, I think this year should be the year that we start calling Michael Mikey Hing Hong. <laughs> and... <laughs> And I, I believe, Ben, you were roundly shattered down by people. Well, I was also sort of, as soon as it escaped my lips, I realised that it was not a pleasant um, <laughs> sound that came out there. Um, yeah. Two people who I guess would get their opinion on that nickname. Um, you would know them as previous guests on the show. You would also know them for their own podcast, BigSoftTitty.png. It is Tom Walker and Demi Lardner. Demi, I'll start with you. What do you think of Mikey Hing Hong as a nickname? I, I want Mickey Ding Dong, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mickey Ding Dong sounds Tom- like something that a father calls McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> hey kids, we're going to Mickey Ding Dongs. Yeah, exactly. Yay! <laughs> and we all drive into Hing's big mouth. Yeah, that does sound like something that's uh, invented by someone on the verge of collapse. <laughs> did, I, did I tell you what my dad once did? I don't know if I have told this story before. When the local McDonald's to us got drive through when we were young, and dad. You've met my father, like this kind this instinct kind of makes sense, where he's like, mm. Hey guys, did you hear? There's a drive-thru at McDonald's. Let's all go try it out. It was like <laughs> not an eating time. It was like probably like two or three in the afternoon, you know what I mean? One of those kind of like meal purgatory times. Mm. But dad really had just found out about the drive-thru and he was like, There's a box and you, you don't even see anybody and you say your order into the box and then you drive through and then they give you the they give you the meal. And so we're like, Well, it's fucking McDonald's, like, I don't care, like let's go. And he rolled up to the drive-thru and got to the box and was like quite like performatively like, hello, I will have, and like did his order and then like nothing came out of the box. And then like, like sort of kept smiling at us because he'd promised like, you know, this big experience and then he did it again. And then like all the people in the car, but dad noticed separately that he was talking into a bin. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and, and Ben, do you do you know this is the exact moment that you lost respect for your father? I mean, like, it's difficult to pinpoint, but it could be there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I respected him more because he really committed to the bit. I think that was where I learned. <laughs> this is where I learned the importance of committing to the bit, Michael. Of course, it's good to know. It's good to know. Um, how's everyone doing in Sydney lockdown? Uh, yeah, at the place where we live, Sydney, Australia, has been in lockdown for about nine days or so. Um, ben, you wrote a. A, a wonderful essay about, uh, I guess, some of the anxiety and uh, mental health stuff that people have been dealing with over the last couple of weeks or months, I should say. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, I thought it was really. I I I sometimes when you sometimes mm-hmm. when your newsletter pops its head up in my mailbox, oh my God, I think go, you're incapable of giving a compliment. <laughs> I need I give need it. you to get like take a fucking class or something. Because yeah. from here, fr- from this what? far out, yeah. I can tell this is going to be a fucking whiff of a sentence, bro. <laughs> like you, the way you give a compliment is be like, you know what? Usually you're a drain on my life, and I fucking mm. hate you because you're worthless, of course. <laughs> yeah. But in yeah. this lone instance, you've actually provided me something of value. And I think well, that's what you were going to do there. But you know what? I calibrate. I calibrate my um, my interactions <laughs> with Hing already. You know when you're, you know guys when you're when you're playing a video game and you're playing with controllers that are especially unresponsive, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you have to go into settings and really crank up the responsiveness. Yeah. Hing that's what I do with Michael's compliments. Yeah, yeah. you got to yeah. filter out the negativity because it's always there. And then when there's some positivity, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, when there's positivity, I, th- I get a great big stiffy. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't that just the stuff, folks? That, and that's what we want. <laughs> yeah. Can give us yeah. all a compliment right now. All right, uh, Tom, yesterday I think you ate a lemon. Great, so that's- uh, yeah. Great compliment, Hing. Again, That's a really, really good job. Need, if there's like a TAFE course in compliments that we can fucking ship you off to. What was the point of the lemon eating, Tom? I you know, okay. didn't get my compliment, but that's okay. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'll come to you, Tim. He needs You're time. He's buying time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I well, basically, uh, I stream on Twitch, and I think on Friday, someone in the chat just dropped that when they were like 16 or something, one of their friends just ate whole lemons, like rind and all, as a <laughs> snack. And I, my response was, "Oh, that's fucked up. I don't think mm. I could do that." And then someone in the chat said, yeah, I don't think you could do that either. And I said, fuck you, and immediately (laughs) committed to eating a lemon the next day like an apple. Wow. Yeah, I I tuned in for a a very small part of that. That's understandable. um, And I have to say, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the the, the famous beat poem by Allen Ginsberg, but it did occur to me that I saw the greatest comedic minds of my generation (laughs) destroyed by streaming. (laughs) It uh, listen, I I got a lot of feedback from that. You know, on the surface, a lot of the feedback looks positive, but then you get texts like uh, I think friend of the show James Colley sent me mm-hmm. a text saying, "Hey man, I'm tuning into the lemon eating stream as I clean my soon to be child's nursery," <laughs> and I was like, "Well, you didn't need to." Um, all right, and Demi Demi Lardner, mm-hmm. um, I think you're very brave for putting up with Tom. That's not so, no. Nah, I want. I want a new so compliment. That's, that's an good. insult to me, Hing. Can I give? Can... can I give Demi a compliment? I feel like I need to step in here. Yes. Okay. Fine. Demi, fine. yesterday I was at the coal loader in uh, Waverton. What's uh, a coal loader? It's like this part. This nat, um, nat, uh, park thing that people go to with their children. <laughs> okay. He wasn't at the coal loader. It was all a lie. His story was all a lie. No, I was at the sort of? pornography store. Fine, I was at the pornography <laughs> store, filling my arms. Anyway, I was at the breaking porno lockdown and, to go to the um, porno store. <laughs> but I was because Demi, we shot something there for the feed. Yeah, um, in one of those spooky tunnels, and I was there, and I was reflecting on how we got you to do. We basically called you up one afternoon and said, "Can we, can we, can we put you in a morph suit and you just be a, a scary monster, like move around like a scary monster?" Yes, this has. This has nothing to do with hiring Demi Lardner for a role. This isn't a cameo. This is just because we think that you could be a scary monster. Um, and I, as I was walking through that tunnel, I was thinking, 
fuck, you did a good job at that. <laughs> that was really, really good. That was. I got I got scared thinking about it. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. I wish I'd followed you. <laughs> yeah, that would have that would have really done it. Yeah. So have. my compliment from Ben is that I'm a good scary monster. Mm-hmm, uh-huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And your compliment from Hing was, I think you're very brave. We don't need to recap that one. Okay, fair enough. You're so lazy, Hing. You're such a lazy man. And you don't care about (laughs) your friends. What? I I care about all three of you equally. Yeah, see, that doesn't say that you care about us at all. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I care about you all round amount. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I uh, love what? you all, and by love I mean it in the tennis sense, which is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's very nice to see you all, and I hope you're doing okay in lockdown. Okay, How and eyes absolutely locked on the desk for that one. Not a chance of eye contact. <laughs> even, even, even through the filter of Zoom. Not even. <laughs> he could have just looked at his own camera. You know, yeah. he could have. He could have put my view. I hid my view. He's like the. Uh, He's like the anti-Medusa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> looking people in the eye turns him to stone. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm having a great time, actually, <laughs> hanging out with my friends. So everything's very normal mm-hmm. and good, well, everybody, right? and we're having a good time. Great news, everybody. The villain's plans continue apace. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to some classifieds. Yeah. Uh, um uh, let me start off with this one. I'll uh, put it in a little chat so you guys can see it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this 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 one is of the uh, this one is the kind that we see a lot on the internet, or people send us to a, uh, send it to us a lot. Mm. Do you guys know the shortest, the, the famous um, uh, short story, saddest one, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera, by yeah, we talk about Ernest that a lot. What? Yeah. what is podcast. it? <laughs> what did you say? It's, uh, Ernest Hemingway, we talk about it a lot on the show. Ernest Hemingway wrote like a very sad short story. He was like, "This is oh, the, six, words. six words." Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. talked yeah. about this recently on an episode of Big Soft Titty, and I think Demi six misremembered words it. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? That's five words. Also, <laughs> it's, ba- <laughs> it's the six words short What's story. The- six words is just the first two words of it. It's actually yeah, five words make- long. <laughs> the word counts included in the word count. I think. What's the- What's it's it called? baby for sale. Baby for never, sale. Never. No. Demi's never Demi. Won. When Demi never last tried. Is. When Demi last tried to genuinely remember what this was, uh, she recalled the saddest story ever told as "baby shoes for sale never sold." <laughs> <laughs> so to her, a it's small business I, going what under. Is it? What did I say last time? What was you that? You said just, that. But I said it right this time. What? No, you when? didn't. You no, said no, five words, baby said, for sale. You said six <laughs> words, baby <laughs> for sale. <laughs> <laughs> you've, not, you've not said it right once. What do you know is when, it? Uh, do you know sad, when Hemingway was story, uh, stationed baby in Catalina? Stop he was, uh, he was asked to tell story. the saddest story only using six <laughs> words. And without missing a beat, he looked up from his scotch and he said, five words, baby for sale. <laughs> <laughs> He'd been having a lot of scotch. Yeah, he was, it was absolutely she, hammered. Before it is. You, before for sale. Email, shoes it's for sale, baby, baby. shoes. <laughs> for sale, baby! Shoes for sale, baby. <laughs> Actually, if you just put, if you take out, 
a, a, if you take out a semicolon and put in a comma, it's for sale, baby. Shoes, <laughs> never worn. <laughs> for sale, baby. <laughs> for sale. I still think baby shoes never worn. You can make it shorter anyway. How would you make it shorter? Dead baby. Just baby died. <laughs> baby dead. Baby dead. Dead baby. Yeah. Baby dead. Um, dead baby. Too many shoes. Yeah. I'm fairly um, sure. I was, I was saying before. Is... I'm fairly. I'm fairly sure it actually wasn't Hemingway because every time we talk about it, somebody gets it on Hemingway. Twitter. Or gets. No, I think it's a. <laughs> it was. Okay, fine. Okay, good, good. Good, 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 good. Uh, <laughs> No, it is. It is. It, it's, a it's attributed to Hemingway. To yeah, it's a tri- he probably gonna, didn't say it. No, they he should, did. They no. should update oh, it okay. for like now and be like for sale, baby Jordans yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> something should, cool. Well, yeah, TikTok never views. <laughs> ooh. Right? Yeah. So this so, ooh, is ooh, a sunset is o- never Instagrammed. Oh. oh. Doing a big jerk off motion. Yeah. <laughs> so this classified is taken from Craigslist. It's from the Brooklyn area of New York. Hello, Brooklyn. It's in free stuff, and it is of a similar vibe to that famous short story. Uh-huh. It is sex rope never used. <laughs> you can see there the picture oh. of, I guess, some rope <laughs> oh that one God. might use in in sex or whatever, bondage, whatnot. Uh. Um, and then the, the it's it's more than six words, but here's the underline for it. Mm-hmm. I bought it for my girlfriend, but she left me <laughs> free. Well, the sex rope is a never used rope that <laughs> you can use for fucking. This is okay. Like, so that is wait. That love shack is that is, is, love is shack, that what your brain? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is also like placed. I mean. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong thing here, but having sex rope for sale and having it just loose on the floor because it's just against <laughs> on a hardwood floor yeah. is very upsetting. Yeah. Put a pillow under it, you know? It's still yeah, bound it- as well. Like, it's it's clearly, like, it is clearly never it used. It looks like, well, it's, like it's half still- taken out of the box. Yeah, yeah. but, like, yeah. That, that big bundle up the top looks like it's just kind of been scrungled together. Like, it does. if you didn't use yeah. it, then why did you ever, like, unravel it in the first place? I- Oh, I, I think probably what happened was... He had a boat to he... pull behind his lorry. <laughs> <laughs> I think I imagine what happened was this is not a couple that have great communication and, um, you know, they've, they've, been, they've gone to bed one night to engage in um, human sexual congress and um, without really explaining to her maybe what's happening, he sort of opened up a, a, bag, a, a black bag from a from a sex store and has gone, hey, baby, I got this, and unfurled just 30 yeah. metres of rope. <laughs> and then she's poured cold water off the whole thing and left him Well, that's my there. question. I don't know what the order of operations is here, but like, mm. or, or, or at least what what led to what. Like maybe their marriage was already on the rocks and the, the sex rope is totally incidental to that. Maybe he was like, I'm going to turn this ship around with some sex oh, rope, sure. and before he even had a chance to deploy it, yeah. right. she left him for the yoga instructor. Are you saying example. that it maybe his ch- his plan was to get her to stay with him for the sex rope? Just yeah, feel like, yeah, listen, exactly. just till the sex rope's out of college, yeah. if we could just string this relationship, <laughs> yeah. sorry for the pun, if we could just rope this relationship on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, think, yeah. I think also looking at this rope, so the, the bundle on the side, 
looks like the same width as the as the rope sort of at the bottom of the screen. But the top two like bundles of rope that are kind of close to each other looks thick, <coughs> looks thicker than the rest of the rope. So I think that is true. I think he's trying to get rid of some nuisance rope along with his sex oh, rope. Some no- oh. some non-sexual rope. Yeah, I think. Oh. Yeah, do you think he's like got some got some rope to is he selling it? Uh it says uh it's it says free. free. It's free stuff. Yeah, free he's trying pickup. to offer He's trying to offload some old non-sexual rope, which leads me to a question: What? Love Andrew Denton. Like, sorry, <laughs> I love Andrew Denton. <laughs> Free non-sexual rope. Yeah. What? Um. What Lee? What? What makes rope sex rope? Is it like? Well, it, it, I imagine it's um mm. softer on the skin. You wouldn't want. I I imagine what you're using with sex rope is a, it's a human contact rope. It's not like a thing that you tie. A, Around the old gum tree or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I've a ribbon you tie. I, I think, don't know. I think I've mentioned this before uh, in relation to like um, sex toys and stuff. I think mm. you are paying a massive premium for a niche market there. Like when I used to uh, buy things from magic shops, for example. Uh, hey, Demi. Sex no. I don't know if you meant to, but you just made a sort of disgusted noise. No, sorry. Is that just that air leaving the body? <clears> or? I had too much air. <laughs> There's too much okay. in there, and it was in there before Sorry. we started recording, and I meant to do that before we recorded, okay. but now I... It just sounded like you were sort of... Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was funny I timing. I can't think about ben, it. Ben, are you buying sex toys from magic shops? No, here's ben what is I, fucking here's... one of those little thumbs. <laughs> ben is packing the handkerchief in there, and then he's fucking the thumb. Ben's cutting off his fake dick end on one of those tiny guillotines. <laughs> Ben is shuffling Ben's his dick in with a pack of cards and just Ben's hoping for the best. Ben's pulling his dick out of his pants, but it's tied to 50 other dicks and he just keeps pulling them out. <laughs> Ben's doing the I'm thing doing where he gets very his hard dick out. Things. And then he does the trick of pretending like he's pulling the tip off by hiding it behind yep. his thumb. And somehow my signature was on Ben's yeah, hard dick this whole time. Was this the dick you're looking for? <laughs> Ben put the his po- dick in a cage and it turned into a tiger when he said the magic word. <laughs> okay, Ben. Sorry, we interrupted you. You were, we were talking sorry. about how you, how you bought sex how you bought sex toys from a magic shop. That is not that is a that is a gross mischaracterization of characterization of what I was saying. What I was saying was when I went to buy very cool non-sexual yeah. <laughs> magic items from a magic shop, I was always like, that's interesting. These are very expensive. And the mm. reason is that there's very few outlets for competition, right? So and they and they mm. make fewer sales and so it's like a specialty item. Yes. Uh, if you so, so my point is if you I don't even know, fucking remember what my this point is, is. I fuck, it, it's also this is the least I put a rabbit in a hat and I fucked a rabbit. <laughs> that's that's what was <laughs> This is also like the least sex having thing you could do. Yeah. Taking sex rope and be like, oh, this is actually has a great comparison in the magic world. <laughs> <laughs> Just the most virginal point of comparison you could possibly find. What would Tom, I think one year for uh, for Christmas, I purchased you. Was it for Christmas or was it for your birthday? It was for I Secret Santa, yeah. I purchased you a a fan of cards, like some playing cards, that you could sort of whip into a top hat. Um, and I want my question to you is, have you ever fucked the hat, Tom? <laughs> no. Have you fucked the hat, Tom? No, and I think you're misrepresenting what you bought me there. What you bought me was a hard sheet of plywood that if <laughs> that if painstakingly <laughs> assembled would form mm-hmm. into an awful hard plywood hat. Oh, mm-hmm. what the fuck? <laughs> and he Why? expected, he was genuinely 
<laughs> surprised. He was like, you didn't like, I thought you'd like the hat. You like magic? I was like, I don't like magic. <laughs> what? You could use it in one of your shows. What are you talking about? See, this is this is the communication thing we're talking about, right? Though, like, if if you're gonna go out and buy somebody something that's specialty, be it a sex rope or be it a shitty plywood hat that turns into cards, you a need to hat. you yeah. need to have. A conversation with them beforehand. <laughs> you don't just drop this on somebody. And this is why Tom and I are no longer dating, obviously. Yeah. yeah. It's sad. Oh. Hey guys, would you like one that I think is uh I think is real nice for, for, for Tom and Demi? Sure. I, I think Hing can probably take or leave this one, um, because I think Hing despises <laughs> or is indifferent to all animals, uh, including humans. Um, <laughs> All right, well, this is this, this is taking is, a turn. But this is a lovely poster that somebody sent in. that, And a lot of the kind of like, have you seen my cat or whatever cat, you can tell that they're putting it up for the yucks. Uh-huh. So, like, mm. I don't tend to read them out on this, but this seems genuine to me as a cat owner. And I know you're a cat owner with David. Um, <laughs> this just says, did you feed this cat? <laughs> and there's three mm-hmm. three pictures of a cat that looks not unlike David, actually. <gasps> um he has uh, no moustache, but he's got a little little white beard okay. and great big saucer eyes, um, and he's ginger. Mm-hmm. Um, so it says, "Do do you feed this cat?" In smaller text, or is he stealing food from you? <laughs> Could you stop ple- feeding him, please? We thank you for your generosity, but unfortunately, he's getting a bit fat <laughs> and being sick more often. He is very good at acting deprived and malnourished, but I can assure you he is getting three square meals a day at home, more than the recommended daily allowance of treats. And on top of that, he keeps the neighborhood rodent population down. (laughs) He's got a very sensitive tummy and is sick a lot. We would really appreciate it if you would stop feeding him in bold, underlined, capitals, thank you. P.S. If you're not feeding him intentionally and he's actually just breaking into your home and eating your food, well, sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? That's so nice. And that was sort of put up on a on a on a telegraph pole in a neighbourhood somewhere. Mm. If a cat has um, a sensitive so- tummy, it also shouldn't be eating whole rats. Like you need to <laughs> stop it from doing that. It's not good for them. But how Do would you-, you? Oh, by the way, that was sent in by Genevieve Kerry. Thank you very much, Genevieve. Thank you, Genevieve. Uh- when when you uh, feed a rat to a cat, you don't. Sure. I okay. Good to know. Good you to know. You feed them to a you know the long cat, the snake. Long the long slippery cat. The long slippery cat. You know how cats cats love mice. I was just thinking this, right? Mm-hmm. Cats cats famously love mice. Um, Tom and Jerry, for example. I, I actually think um, that particular mouse uh, cat disliked that mouse quite a lot. I think it was yeah. the cent- center of most really, of the drama really in that like cartoon. They really have more of a yeah an antipathy than yeah. the easy camaraderie yeah. you're trying to read into them. <laughs> what? I'm not saying no, I'm they, not saying you know they want to. It's episodes of Tom's and Jerry, Tom and Jerry, where they'd sit around and just chat and play boggle. <laughs> I've listened to a Tom and Jerry podcast. Sorry, Jenny, you were about to say they actually do have a love. Of- <laughs> no, they don't have a love of each other. They need each other, like the Joker and Batman. Oh, sure, like Sherlock and Moriarty. Yes. Um, yeah. I well, I was going to say, you know, because when you go to the, the supermarket mm-hmm. and you're wandering through the pet aisle, for example, because mm-hmm. it's near where the garbage bags are, and you need to buy those for mother. Um, <laughs> yeah. For example, yeah. Michael, you know when mother th- asks you to purchase garbage bags, yes. yeah. Michael, yeah? the slice yeah. of life is always available, but one must make sure it's not a depressing and creepy slice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Michael, dear, would you pop to the grocery and uh, purchase some garbage bags? Ah, oh, from the pedal, mother. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're in the pedal. You want to pass the pet. I just wanted to justify why I was there because I don't have a pet. Okay. Mm. And but when you walk past all the all the food, there's the dry ones in bags, right? There's the cold ones in rolls, right? Yeah, I like none the meat them, logs. Yeah, none of them are mouse flavored. None of them are mouse flavored, and I wonder if that is a missed opportunity <laughs> given the mouse plague that New South Wales is currently uh, I in the grips of. I genuinely think you are sincerely doing what I think is a Mitch Hedberg bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were seriously pondering over something that Mitch Hedberg did as a stupid joke. <laughs> oh, but why? I, I'm not aware of that joke, but why? Why? why you're looking. Demi, he would, you're be, looking quite he would dumb. be my guess, Michael. He would uh-huh. be my guess why there isn't mouse flavored cat food or cat food uh-huh. made of mice. Um, I think processing several furry mice with fur and bones into cat food would be an onerous and difficult process. I think a lot of mice have diseases. Yeah, um, that's what I was going to say. And we're not going to farm the mice for it because that's not solving any problem. That the would food, in many ways make the problems worse. Yeah. Oh. We, you, so when like when David has like fish food, it's fish that they, that they just have that aren't diseased and aren't causing issues <laughs> for the wildlife and the humans of the planet. And they turned yeah. the it's fish like into tuna that food. fell on the floor at the factory or whatever. It's I don't like know how they decide who are gets like, what. I guess small and yucky. They yeah. get to mm. a cat. They're not full of disease, you know. Uh, now, Tom, I noticed you've remained silent during this discourse. Is this because you agree with me and think I'm a genius? I've been eating mice, baby. I, I, hearing all these people <laughs> slander the good taste of a freshly caught mouse is crazy to me. Tom, Gob di- is Tom just... dips uh, mice in hot water like tea bags and drinks the yummy water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll be out there every day picking the berries of the alley. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Leaning down, snatching a mouse up off a, I don't know, drain pipe or what have you. Does um, does David beg at all? Oh like, yeah. When you get, he because uh, David makes, isn't little. No, he's fourteen. He makes really pathetic noises, and he will like uh, like if he really wants something, which usually it's a scratchins. It's not usually food because he has a gravity feeder, so he can just have bickies whenever he wants. But sure. Oh, what's a gravity right. feeder do? It's just like you know, like how a water cooler works. How the how imagine that, but with treats. With treats. Right. Basically, so he he can, he can feed himself. Basically, yeah, but he needs wet food because he forgot how to turd. So we need to put Metamucil in his wet foods as well. Is there a Demi? Is there a like cutoff valve in the in the treat dispenser, or could he just gorge himself full? Mm. He's allowed like, to. There, he's allowed do we to, need have... to. Maybe we need to spell out the answer. So if David's listening, he doesn't realize he can just eat the entire thing in one go. <laughs> yeah, because no, he could, right? True. He could. Uh, y e s. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh yeah, you can just there's an arm behind you, Ben. Yeah, it's a painting. It's fine. It's not Good real. Great. If it comes to life though, please let me know. That, that really was unsettling. You moved um, and I was I'm, like, Oh, someone's <laughs> casting a spell. I've never had a I've never had a cat with a, a gravity feeder, but I when I was probably about ten years old, I tried to jam my head underneath the um, soda machine at Hungry Jack's once. Sure. And it just sprayed all over my face and I got in trouble. That makes sense. So. Yeah. I've never had a cat as a... But um, as a child, I exhibited several troubling characteristics. <laughs> yeah. No, I was saying it's a gravity feeder because I, I, I wasn't familiar with gravity right. feeders. Yeah. But it's the same process, right? That you 
press a little... Um, no, the, the no. cat doesn't have to press anything. The bowl just refills. It's like the magic it, pudding. It refills. It's oh. like a thing that's upside down and then a little opening so that it refills as he eats stuff. The food yeah. will come out. Do you guys right. remember Loaf Loaf? My, um, my, the cat that me and Anya had in New York? Loaf Loaf was the, so big. I don't know about Loaf Loaf. Yeah. Loaf Loaf was the Lo- hugest cat with the tiniest head. Demi, I'm, I'm going to text you a photo of Loaf Loaf. Oh, shit. Um, my, can I, you text, text it to, it to Tom? Tom. I don't have my phone it's very, up here. It's very easy to find because it's in my favourites along with like just three <laughs> other photos of my son. Uh, I've got, yeah, I think the only stuff <laughs> in my favourites is a picture of me dressed as an an orc in a lot of prosthetics and then a picture of our cat when he was very, very high and couldn't fit his tongue back in his mouth. Why was he high? he went to the vet and they had to like take, uh, gave him injections in his neck. So they shaved his neck. So he looked stupid. I started putting uh, a business tie on him so you couldn't see his dumb, bald neck. <laughs> okay. I'm now about to show this picture of Loaf Loaf to Demi for the first time. Okay. 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 Oh my God. <laughs> I'll put it up on the, I'll, I'll put it up on the Facebook so you can all see. <laughs> so <laughs> I love Loaf Loaf. How did its head get so far away? <laughs> well, it's not even a perspective trick. It was like it was already a small head. That's really but fun. He was just a really big That's cat. That's so fun. The reason I think about Loaf Loaf is because he would only drink running water. So he had to like we you had to go into the bathroom and turn on the tap for him and he'd like clamber up into the thing <laughs> and that was, I just don't know how he survived to be honest. Yeah, David started uh, I found out because I caught him in the act in the dead of night which this is why we bought him a new fountain because he had been jumping up in the bathroom. I didn't even know he could get up there into the sink and one night I walked in and he turned to me startled with a completely drenched head underneath the <laughs> tap. So he was turning the tap on. He, no, no, he was like he was trying to get more water out of it by like rubbing yeah. his head on when oh, the water yeah, came that's out. What, that's what Life Love would do. He's like, yeah. now he has a fountain that like, you know, runs water into like a little bowl. Yeah. Uh, but that means that because he's still so fucking stupid, last night we were lying in bed just like, you know, kind of winding down and then we just heard the water sound change as David walked his whole head under it to try and laugh at it. All he does is just like, I think well, I think he hasn't figured out how it actually is meant to work, so he's getting his head wet and waiting for it to drip down to his nose and licking it from there. But, of course, it's not going to do that because his head's on an angle, so yes. it just falls into the exactly. sink. He's just yeah. uselessly tonguing, like, the part, the only yep. area that is not wet. Yeah. He's myth of Sisyphusing himself. Yeah. No, he's not. Tantalus. Fuck. I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. You sound so fucking stupid right now. Yeah. Thank you. With what you said. Yeah. Ben, when you were living in New York with your uh, incredibly large cat, mm. did you ever suspect <laughs> that your neighbours were feeding their cat um, against your will? Or no, because yeah, they were feeding the size it of the cat small head pills. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Lofa arrived to us very fat. Right. Um, and we also fed Lofa a lot because he was an elderly cat. We got him from an elderly cat hospice. Um, there's a big uh, problem in New York, and I guess in all cities, where like uh, stray kittens get, get scooped up a lot, but old cats end up in kill shelters. And this lady called Bunny, who uh, was this old kind of uh, New York... I think she might have been once a socialite. She had like an apartment on the Upper West Side. And she uh, went around all the kill shelters in Manhattan and I think the Bronx and collected all the elderly cats that were going to get killed and just filled her apartment with them. Sounds like she's starting a pie shop. 
<laughs> she'd, she'd fill her apartment with them and then anything that wouldn't fit in her apartment, she'd try and foster out. So we fostered Loafer for the time that we were there. So he arrived very fat and she was like, he's a lap cat. We were like, he's crushing our laps. Uh, <laughs> Um, and then uh, w- w- I was talking to a friend of mine there and she got really like kind of judgy with me and she was like, you need to put that cat in a diet. That's not funny. So I put the cat on a diet and that was like not giving him second breakfast. Like he was literally a fucking hobbit. Like he would have second breakfast. Oh. So I stopped giving him second breakfast and he was like, that's interesting. And just shat in the bed. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I think you learned your lesson, didn't you? Oh, absolutely. Like I just went back to, yeah. If you had too many cats, you could actually make a lot of uh, cat-flavoured dog food. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same principle as my mouse idea. Yeah, if you had a bunch of dogs, you could make some dog-flavoured horse food, I guess. Sure. No, because horses don't eat dogs. You don't. Uh, oh, okay. I think you know a lot about horses, Michael. Go on. I, I think it's like wheat, barley, that no, kind dude, of thing. Whenever they have one of those bags attached to their mouth, there's like a dachshund in there. Yeah. <laughs> just getting steadily munched on. Is it dash Actually, when oh, the no, straw no, no, no. is sticking That's... out of its head that the horse is With, sucking um... on? Well, that's when, sweet when, <laughs> from that old uh, television show, Mr. Ed, they used to get Mr. Ed to look like he was talking by wiping uh, dog innards on his gums. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, just, they just pop a little chihuahua in there. And yeah. I mean, the yeah, hours are long, but we get to use all the dog outers. We get to take them home because Mr. Ed doesn't eat them. You know, I, I, Kim, I don't... are you drinking slime? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Uh, I, I was. Oh, I'm. Dr- I was drinking. I hadn't. E- I hadn't drunk anything this morning, so I was drinking. What? I hadn't eaten anything today, so I just made a, a, a smoothie before we started. Oh, the podcast. okay. I'm sorry. I was really confused by the viscosity of it. Uh, there's um, there's quite a lot of additives in there. Smoothie oh, hey, drop. What's Michael? going on, Michael? Do you know what Demi Lardner has just maybe intentionally or unintentionally done? She's what? tricked you into doing a snack report. Your first snack yeah! report ever, baby. <laughs> I think they've gone into a singularity. This is. <laughs> no one is still listening after that. Everyone's just like, well, I guess my phone's haunted. <laughs> uh, well, I can get, I can tell you a report of it. It's um, it's the same as it is every day when I have it. So it's fine. What is, is it? Is this Soylent? Michael, are you, are you? Is this Soylent? It's 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 Soylent equivalent, I guess. Okay. Um, it's a yeah. It's a it's a yeah. It's very boring, but it's a um. It's just a bunch of stuff in a in a yeah, bottle. It's ground up horse. Guys, do you yeah. know um? Do you know that? It's horse bits. Uh, uh, speaking of, of of nutrition, I have I have uh, quit drinking for the uh, for for I haven't ha- I I haven't had a drink in in about uh, five or six weeks, mm-hmm. and I have lost what I would. Uh, term a confronting amount of weight. <laughs> it is what size incredible. of dog have you lost in weight? I reckon that's I've, a great, great that's question. A really great, great question. question. I reckon I've lost a small can terrier. 
canned <laughs> canned terrier. Now I don't like know. Like a what- Toto. I've lost a Toto. A Toto. Ben, yeah. I I actually um I downloaded this app called I Am Sober because I wanted uh-huh. to check out what it would be like. Because I was like, I want to take like a week or so off drinking, you know, and, mm-hmm. and watch my consumption. Uh, I now am so addicted to the number going up <laughs> that I don't think, I don't know how I'm ever going to drink again. How, yeah, you've, you know what you've done? Um, I, I was, I, I, I've done something, like I've done similar stuff to that in the past. Uh, you've, you've set yourself a mind trap. Yes. You've like... Mm. <laughs> You've worked out like w- w- what your own weakness is, and you've used it against yourself mm. to b- to do something good. It's really advanced. I told so my therapist ha- that I'd I- done something like that, oh. and I was really proud of myself. And she was like, "That's that's not healthy." Yeah, what you've done. I used to do that as well. I had a really unhealthy way of like counting every single calorie, like down to every three peanut M and M's that I would eat. Yeah, right. And then I um I li- I had it linked up to the My Fitness Pal app, and there used to be a thing where when I would do my push ups for the day, it had a push-up thing where you would touch your nose to the screen of the phone and it would count it as oh, one yeah. push-up. So I, would be, oh. I was doing those and I was up to 130 uh, every push-up Whoa. session. And uh, and then I stopped doing all of this when Broden Kelly, who we had synced up our My Fitness Pals as well, and he said, stop doing that, you little fucking freak. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, whoops-a-daisy. <laughs> also, I, so I was in incre- incredible shock. Shoulder pain because of how I how many push-ups I was doing. I shouldn't yeah. have been doing that many. Having like very nose-based push-ups as well, I yeah. think encourages a strange form. Yeah, I won a push-up mm. competition at the. Uh, I said competition. All right, I, did, I didn't hear that. I won a, a push-up to... competition. I'll uh-huh. do one push-up for everyone who signs my petition. You'll never know what it's about. All right, uh, it's come. I, so, I won what, a push-up competition a, at the Arnold Classic one year. You know the Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, thing that they do at that place where they also do sexpo. It's like a strongman oh. and bodybuilding uh, competition expo and competition. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like okay. a place for all the fitness people to come together. You won a, you won a wow. Against what all, was your prize? It was a two kilo barrel of protein. <laughs> but what had happened was we went there and I did four four or five shots of pre-workout. I was there with a friend that was like, you're going to win this fucking thing. <laughs> I did like four or five shots of pre-workout and my little heart was about to explode and then I went... What's... Did- sorry, what is pre-workout? Um, pre-workout's sort of... A, it, it's a it's a thing people take before they go to the gym usually. It's it's a lot of caffeine and like stuff that's in Red Bull and whatnot and okay. some like protein kinds up. of things. But it really just makes you want to fight a weight machine. Yeah. That's kind of what it does. <laughs> There's a <laughs> lot of, yeah, one of my favourite things to do is look up uh, banned pre-workout substances and then find <laughs> the pre-workouts that used to contain them on Amazon and read the reviews <laughs> because they're so good. They're all like, I need to shit my pants, but my squat PR has never been better. Also, I'm trembling five days later. Like- <laughs> it felt like when we all got affogatos in. <laughs> <laughs> felt like when we uh, got yeah. very late night affogatos. That's my that's my pre workout is a single affogato. <laughs> Just Do you remember your affogato phase? A glass of affogato on yeah. the treadmill. Oh no, it's before. Yeah, it's while I'm doing my warm up. I'm on the rowing machine doing it, <laughs> oh my <laughs> drinking my affogato. 
Um, sorry, can we circle back to Tom's uh, insane app that he's become addicted to? Yeah. How is how has this gamified your sobriety? I don't I don't think I quite understand the uh, mechanic of sure. it. And I, I just want to so, put it into my uh, uh, dossier for um I for guess my information. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so for this is other weaknesses. Uh, this is it here. I'll show it to the screen. You can see there. That's the um, apologies for the focus, but you can see there down the bottom. That's the seconds that I've been sober from alcohol ticking up and up and up, and then it goes days, mm-hmm. hours, minutes, and seconds. Tom, that, that then, looks right. like. Oh, sorry, because I saw it on there. These, it just looked like it was two guns. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not two yeah, guns. If I, dr- if I drink, I have to press this button and a man comes to my house with one of these guns <laughs> yeah. and kills me. Either <laughs> he wounds me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is, and then um, it like keeps tracking. And so it's an addictive, is addictive just because you like, you like the sense of achievement of it being like a day or two days or three days? Genuinely, or is there, are there little like fireworks that happen at the end of the day or is there a little, a little frog there, that gives you a medal or something? I would love the frog to give me a medal and that's a free idea for anyone who wants me to switch apps uh, <laughs> as long as you get me to import my streak. I So I think the, the thing that's nice about it is it's making me think twice about drinking because I keep being like, man, it would be nice to like have a drink and chill out. And then I'm like, yeah, but then I would lose my 14... Uh, and it's just basically like an mm. AA chip, I guess, but right. more immediate... And it asks you to pledge every day to, like, reiterate. Like, so I wrote down, like, why I want to stop drinking. And I kind of wish mm. I'd been uh, more wordy in it because I just wrote down, it sucks shit. And- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tom hung over right now. I hate drinks. Yeah. It sucks shit. <laughs> well, because I, I guess I was wondering, Tom, because it's a sobriety thing that you're going through yeah. and uh, or whatever, and obviously you're taking it as seriously as is good for you. Is there a part of this app that's going to make you apologise to all the people you've wronged in your past? For example, your friend Michael Hing. Mm. Is that a thing the app's going to make you do? I don't think any app in the world can make me apologise to my <laughs> friend Michael Hing. <laughs> well, Maybe if that guy brought Flappy Bird back? Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Do you remember that like... story about the, the creator of Flappy Bird? He made Flappy Bird. Yeah. yeah. This one guy. And then he was like, I cannot in good conscience allow this bird to continue to flap yeah. and took it off the app store. Yeah. <laughs> How much money had he made by that point, though? I think he'd made enough and he was yeah. just like, but I, I, I still don't know exactly what his reasoning was. People, he was like, this bird is tearing us apart or something. Yeah, I don't it was know. like the bird is ruining too many lives, including mine. It was, yeah, yeah it's very funny because it was something, it was a reaction that no one could see coming, but I think it was like too many people were too addicted to the bird. Yeah. Like, yeah. He just yeah. kept getting replies that were like, hey man, I've been playing this nonstop. Thank yeah. you so much for this game. And he was like, no. But also yeah. like, people were buying like, they had gotten rid of Flappy Bird and then they are like, I need Flappy Bird, but they couldn't play it anymore, so they were buying other people's old phones to get Flappy Bird back <laughs> because you couldn't get it Fuck. on the Man. app store, but yeah. people still had it downloaded and installed. There's a Sydney a comic, I game. think Dan Towns still has an iPhone with Flappy Bird on it, <laughs> or at least did at some point. It's crazy. <laughs> That is incredible. Um, it's like it's like how people talk about like drug legalization. Like mm. you've got to make you've got to make Flappy Bird legal and accessible yeah. and safe. Otherwise, a black market's going to pop up. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Uh. Tom or Demi, do you have a classified you'd like to share with us? Uh, yes, absolutely. I'd love to. Demi, you want to take this one away? You can do it. Okay. Cool. Uh. This is posted on uh, Facebook Marketplace. I'm not sure who by sorry a thing. I think you have that information on your side. Oh, this was sent in by uh, Dana. Thank you, Dana. Yay! Uh, and this is uh, a posting an item for sale. 
the title is Size D Slightly Used Titties. Okay. Uh, <laughs> these are going for $200. Good used set of titties for sale. Upgraded, so need gone. Low miles would just have to pay for installation. Asking 200 for both or 100 a piece will sell separate. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's not a bargain. You've got, you've got to say I'll sell one for 150 and two for 200, right? Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. but then I've... Because once you split them, you can't... See, I mean, it's going to be so hard to sell them two individually. It's a terrible yeah. idea for, yeah, for them to take the loss on selling so one titty for 100. So these are I guess, saline or silicon breast implants. They look um, like saline to me because they're, uh, they have the squish about them. Mm, when they're right, just sitting okay. on a flat surface and they've got kind of the dip in the middle of them and the little glinky binks. So I think those ones are saline titties. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they are two hundred dollars. Do you have a? Does anyone? Do, uh, uh, does anyone have a non-breast usage for these? Like, because I mean, obviously paperweight. But I can't think of any other reason you'd want Trick these jellyfish. aside from. Trick jellyfish, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, Demi, I will say that jellyfish are kind of quite abundant in the ocean and it wouldn't be difficult to find a real one. Yeah, but, but as um, soon as somebody finds this non-stinging one, they're going to feel ripped off, ain't they? That's that's <laughs> true. So could you step me through what that prank would look like with your... With... Yeah, you find, you find Roland Sting Jim and you see him on the beach. You wait for him to start rolling. You lay down this... Sorry, sorry, jelly. sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry to break up your flow. Yeah. Could you, could, could you clarify for me... Who Roland Sting Jim is? Oh, he's the stingingest man about town, baby. It's so good to see a master of world building at work. <laughs> now, uh, does 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 he do the stinging, or does he like being stung? What are you, I, what are you, take it into context. In first of all, what I'm using this for? Demi, for Roland you do not sting. get to be mad at someone for not understanding this. You do so, no, 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 no. I have, I have my limits. You do not get the access to the indignation button at this point. I'm I'm not going to take this from this slime drinking red shirt wearing monster. Red shirt wearing? Yeah, you can't You've wear got a red little shirt. Little enough to go on that you try to. That's like a crowd work comic running on fumes. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, yo, this motherfucker's drinking out of a glass. <laughs> okay, so hang on a second. Yeah. There's Roll In Sting Jim. Rolling? Who... Oh, rolling. Rolling, oh, rolling. rolling. Sting okay. Jim on the beach. And, he, yeah. and he's down Looking at the beach thin. and he rolls in stingers. That's yeah. what he does. Yeah. All right. That's for, what I'm going to use purposes. the jellyfish jellyfish for. He's going to be like, I don't feel as stung as I usually do. I'm really sad. What am and I then you're going to leap wife? out of the bushes. I'm going to leap say. out of the bushes and be like, you stupid bitch, that was a titty I put on that sand. <laughs> That's what I'll be saying. And then, and, and is this a... <laughs> Does this prank have a a part two or anything? Is there a like what 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 is the effect of this prank on 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 Rolling Sting Jim's well, life? Well, he's gonna think twice, isn't he? About what? About what? He's gonna be cautious next time. Wow! No, no, no. In in order to get more stuff. Yeah, that's what he wants. That's his, That's what he's putting in all this effort for. Yeah, sure, this is all sure. dealt with in the prequels, Michael. <laughs> you really need, yeah, you're going to have to catch up before you get in on this saga. You, you have yeah. to catch up on the origin story of, of Rolling Sting Jim. Yeah. Jim. <laughs> Great thing about that name, doesn't get any easier to say. <laughs> I said it right it the first time. Um, I w I've got another possible use for this wonderful, a single breast implant. Yeah, sure. Hunchback. Hey, <laughs> li probably little hunchback. Huh? Yeah, let's ring those bells. 
Well, just a little lump well, on the back. Well, like if you have D. to ring the desk, the the desk bell at a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just a tiny little one to make sure oh, you ring sorry. the bell. Okay. So you're saying that Quasimodo, the famous hunchback in Notre Dame, mm-hmm. got to ring the biggest bell because he had yeah. the biggest hunched back. Yeah. yeah. And and you're saying that really this is this is um, the sort of the bell they give at the physio to let you know that the um, the machine's finished working or whatever. Or um, yeah, is that you, not an experience well, look, other people have had? If, if you have to operate what machine, if, if you. If you are if you are employed in ringing a bell, <laughs> Wait, what? you do need a hump commensurate to the size of the but that's of the bell. Yeah. Yeah. That's just yeah. that's just um that's it. The, the the union the, the yeah, union it's, put it's that it's in years ago. Stuff. There is a very 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 small hunchback that lives on our cat's collar. Yeah, so that we know when he's running about. Let's and he doesn't keep, get any birds. We got to keep these straight facts out. That's what the union stands for. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Keep bell ringing um, weird, Michael. What machine does the physio use? If we can just back the track? machine, I don't know the name of it, but basically I lie on the bed with my head on a pillow, I, you know, on, a, on a sort of, I guess, a massage table. My head's on a pillow. I'm is facing this the upwards. man who jerked you off in the alleyway? Is it? With his no, finger up not. your butthole? Is it's a it different him? man. Yeah, different no, man. but it's, it's him, but he's painted silver and he makes big noises. Yeah, I've got to put coins in him and he jerks me off. He's a coin operated. No. Where do you put the coins? Uh, in his mouth. Great. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. No, I put them over its eyes, like uh, like the river man's coming to take him. <laughs> okay, boat man. Sorry. What, okay, so what is this machine? So the machine is I lie on my back, uh, facing up. They then strap a, I guess, a harness around my chin and neck, and then it slowly stretches my neck up for a bit, <laughs> and the then fuck? down. That's fucked up. And then. And at what point do you do you confess to crimes against the Catholic Church? <laughs> Well, that's what the bell's for. <laughs> At the time when I've had enough, I ring the little bell uh, and they go, all right, time's up. You can go home now. Um, I I think my physio is quite good, but every time I try and explain my health to you people, it does sound a lot like I'm into a lot of quackery. Well, but yeah. I'm not. I was telling Tom the other day, I got... Um, I had a similar thing done to me when I was like maybe like eight years old, but it was uh, my sister's boyfriend and he was really strong, so I said, pick me up by the head. And he did. <laughs> And did it, um, did it uh, ruin your neck at all? No, or? no, I was real little. And so, like, you know when you kind of look more like a Bratz doll when you're little, your head is kind of out of proportion. Maybe Very out of proportion, yeah. So sure, he picked me up sure. by the head and it was like I had a little dangly body going, yeah. and then he put me back down. Felt good. Uh, uh, ben, have you ever picked up your son by the head? No, not by the head, i got to say. I tend you're to not meant to, are you? I tend to pick him up in the conventional way. Sometimes I pick him up by his feet and he goes, I, I don't want to be upside down. Which he can now articulate, which is unfortunate because I do enjoy dangling him. Yeah. As far as I understand, the right way to pick up a baby is kind of bowling ball the eyes and fontanelle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I, I actually did that to him yesterday by mistake. (laughs) I put. I I I saw these 10 pins and I couldn't resist. Oh, that reminds me. I killed my son. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, I thought. I thought. I put my hand on what I thought was the back of his head. But it was the oh. front of his head, and I just sort of. <laughs> How much hair does your face? kid have on its face? 
<laughs> Why did you it's, think that? It's great. He's wearing a bushy ball helmet, obviously. I guess when I was like kind of preparing my hand posture. <laughs> Jesus for how, Christ. For how it would be. You're doing a claw bit. Why are you doing a claw? It was, it was sort of like what you do when you'd cup the back of somebody's head. No, you're doing the scariest hand I've ever seen. No, no, no. You're doing like a, a pose used by the five venoms, dude. You're using a, a snake pose claw. Yeah. Some ancient martial art yeah. will strike and kill anyway, at will. he's fine. He's probably fine. <laughs> he's fine. Can't see colours anymore. You pick up your son kind of like a skill tester. Yeah. <laughs> like move around the roof of your house, then reach down with your awful metal claw. <laughs> Isn't it crazy just like how um, when you're a kid, your, your body, well, for me at least, your body was so resilient to being picked up and hurled around. Yeah. My uncle used to do a thing uh, called monkey grip with us, right, which I think everyone knows. It's where you grab it. each other's wrists. Oh, like yeah, so I, I would grab your wrist and you'd grab my wrist. So it's like a handshake but all the way up the arm, right? And then you do it with both hands uh, with corresponding arms. Uh, either way, it doesn't really matter. And then they just swing you around uh, a lot, right? So they, they stay in the middle and swing you yeah. around. My uncle uh, was doing this and threw me into a tree. <laughs> I, was like, I was like six. Just ragdolled like, you into a tree. <laughs> Into it, like I, I just because the whole thing is the grip's not meant to slip because there's 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 four points of contact. There's you know four hands. Yeah, all grabbing. so this is as much your fault as his. Yeah, like, well, you had to let go. Been such a I think slimy I child. I maintain, first of all, that oil was necessary for my growth. Uh-huh. Secondly, no, I think I think honestly, the G's from spinning around made me like um not pass out, but just like lose. Uh, yeah, this is why you could never go to space, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is why. It- <laughs> Uh, and then he flung me into a tree. And then uh, it was kind of weird because I like the, the tree was like clearly quite dented, um, <laughs> or not dented, like like broken or whatever. How big and of a tree? And he was like, oh, uh, it was well, it, it was a branch, so the branch kind of snapped oh. off, but uh, like, but it wasn't properly snapped. Uh, and the tree itself, the trunk of the tree, which I'd hit, um, was mostly uh, unencumbered by my body, okay. by my, my six year old body, but. Um, we had to tell my mum that we were just like messing about and that um, I'd fallen out of the tree because uh, he didn't want to get in trouble. Anyway, this has taken a duck. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Your mother makes me buy her garbage liners and uh, uncle hurts me with the foliage. He, he lives in Hong Kong now. Uh, he's fine. <laughs> well, guys, this has been a real bloody delight. You guys have a podcast called BigSoftTitty.png. We sure do. You both have, you both have Twitch streams mm-hmm. where you eat fruit whole. No, uh-huh. not the case. <laughs> that was one time. I buried um, Tom sour ass Saturday. I'm putting that on uh, YouTube at some point soon. Where I spent a bunch of hours burying Tom in a hole in the ground. That oh, I that was a yeah, lot of fun. You guys were there for that. Me and him were there time. for that. Yeah, I, I tried to some. cut a little intro to that into a um, into a podcast. It was indecipherable without <laughs> the visuals. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> uh, no, no, yeah. no, that's not that's not that's not on YouTube at all. Um, that um, was that was but, a lot of fun. But yeah, people can check out your podcast where they get podcasts. It's a real delight to listen to. I feel like I, I have to kind of microdose your podcast. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, the people, uh, I know we've said this before, but the people who listen to it in bulk uh, come back and say, thank you, I love it so much, I am stupider now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. stupid and depressed now that I've listened to this much Big Sub Titty, is what I, they say. I think a nice intro to it is we have an episode with Paul F. Tompkins, mm. yeah. who is like, I uh, know, uh, as, as the best 
the best and only podcast guest that there should be. Yeah. So check mm. that out if you want to check it out. And our Twitch streams are twitch.tv slash Tom Walker and twitch.tv slash Demi Lardner. Yeah. And again, if you're listening to this podcast because you're a fan of Big Soft Titty, I implore you, do not speak to me. Do not contact <laughs> do not me. Talk to Michael. Do not do not do, do not, not yell at me Michael. in the street. No. Yes. And I and you're probably thinking to yourself, oh, I wouldn't do that. I would never do that. Look, if you've listened to Big Soft Titty, there's a chance yeah. you're gonna find me in the street and just yell at me. Yeah. And I can't explain it either, there's, but it just keeps it's happening. Chemical so on don't some do level, it. Yeah. I have don't only had it. really pleasant interactions with Big Soft Titty listeners, which makes me think that. Hing and I are uh, the um, what do you call it? It's Sherlock and Moriarty, the yeah. Batman and the sure. and the Joker. Or big soft titty listeners, very racist. That's another option. <laughs> yeah, anyway, exactly. this is the free yeah. to a good. Yeah, oh yeah, that's, they're racist. That's more like. Oh, we tell them to be. Oh yeah, we're um, giving them advice. <laughs> yeah. Michael, you mentioned my newsletter up top. I have a newsletter. It's called The Idiot Report. You can find it at theidiotreport.com. I put something out every couple of weeks. Sometimes it's a little essay on, on something that I'm thinking about. Sometimes it's a little short story, uh, that, a fictional one that didn't didn't even happen. I clearly mark which is which so you don't <laughs> get confused. But you can subscribe there and it's free. Um, all right. Well, that's enough from us and we will see you next time. Bye. 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 If you like pina Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.